All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Announcements, teasers, and of course, something naughty because that's who we are. We're very naughty people and we're going to be sharing that naughtiness with you. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an amazing lifestyle site that is full of features that help make it easier than ever for you to start connecting with other lifestylers. Whether you want to jump into communities and start meeting large numbers of people, if you want to find out about the big events coming up, or if you just want to start reaching out to some people in your area, Cassidy makes it possible. There are so many ways to connect and network on the site, and you can try it free for an entire month when you head to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, an entire month of all access to Cassidy.com. When you head over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner, we hope to see you there. So... Lots going on in our world, although this week has been quiet. We purposefully have kind of taken a little step back from some things and focused on each other, which I think was very necessary, like for my mental health, mostly. <laughs> yeah, primarily. Also, I want to make something clear. You mentioned that we were both uh, kind of naughty. Uh, you're the naughty one. Just, I'm sorry. Just what did you do on Wednesday, sir? Uh, I don't recall. I do know what you did on Thursday. I know what you did on Wednesday. Whatever. <laughs> you were a slut. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, yeah, it's been really nice to kind of take a step back. We did absolutely nothing lifestyle or work related yesterday oh my god um, it was so nice which was really nice yeah we had a great fucking day i did fuck up and i i was eager to for us to kind of have some again just some stupid vanilla experiences so i thought foolishly shit this is like what two days ago oh saturday let's go to the strip we never do that oh my god let's go do that yeah okay look first of all it was saturday Terrible fucking idea. Traffic, horrendous. Accidents galore. The strip was fucking insane. So what were obviously, you man, it's Saturday. I know, but then of course we were, we changed uh, trajectory and said, "Fuck it, we're going to the arts district. We're going to go downtown," and that was very nice. It was oddly quiet. It was really quite pleasant. Yeah, it was perfect. I enjoyed that. Listen, yeah. we only need to go to the strip for certain things. Like, spoiler alert. We're getting press credentials again for AVN because it's back this year. We missed it last year because they didn't have it. Right. And this year they're having it on the strip at Resorts World of all places. Which if you guys don't know what that is, it's fucking bougie. It is really nice. I'm very excited about that. It always makes me chuckle when they send us our press credentials. I know. I feel so official. I'm like, wow, you guys really fucked up. You'll just give them to anyone, won't you? Yeah, we are not Walter fucking Cronkite, (laughs) but whatever, you know. We're We're not even like legit porn publication or anything like that. I have no fucking idea why they give us press credentials. Well, well, because we talk about it and it's fun and we love it. I love AVN. It's a great fucking time. Oh, and A&E, which is and the A&E. novelty expo. It's all yes. the toys. Oh my God, I cannot wait for that. Yeah, that's in January. So we're looking forward to that. Hopefully, well, listen, we are definitely going to enjoy it. There's no doubt. I'm just always eager to see what new kind of fucking contraptions they come up with. Me too. 
It's always interesting. But for the time being, we've been pretty, I don't know, I wouldn't say vanilla, certainly, because I had an amazing play session on Wednesday. You, of course, played at our event on Thursday at Playhouse. I did two play sessions, actually. You, that's right. You did. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> and one of them had an audience. Yes. Spoiler alert. So yeah. we'll talk about that. Yeah. So, but other than that, we've been very kind of, you know, low key. We've got a lot of shit to do. We're building this takeover in Phoenix, April 13th through the 16th. I, I don't think we've actually officially announced that on the show by the way we've only sent it out to friends for the most part and then a little bit on social media but the official hot wives of phoenix takeover april 13th through the 16th it's the first hotel takeover uh we're doing it in conjunction with our friends at playhouse lv i'm fucking pumped for it we actually just had a conversation with a group that wants to come out and do some cool shit i'm just fucking excited to do what we've been waiting to do in this space. I will also say, if you guys have been to a hotel takeover before, this is not going to be like any other hotel takeover you've been to. No. This is going to be upscale. This is going to have all sorts of interesting, creative things going on throughout the weekend. So I am so fucking excited to just do something better and elevated for the Hot Wife space because we've talked about this so much. There are so many couple-centric things out there. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. We celebrate anyone trying to do something cool in this space, but what about us fucking hot wife couples and us cuckold couples and us and the single guys out there? Well, yeah, we were, that's the conversation we just had with these uh, folks that we just chatted with uh, via FaceTime. You know, they're trying to do something similar. They're trying to make a, a statement in the hot wife space and the cuckold space, the stag vixen space. And there just isn't enough good shit out there. So I, I can't fucking wait. I'm so fucking excited about it. With that, I really want to I, I want to talk about single guy tip of the week today. Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to reference myself in this obviously. I think you know what I'm going to talk about. I am I, as I say this all the time. I'm always shocked and humbled by some of the interactions that I have had with with people. Not just the the gals that I've of the hot wife couples that I've had the privilege of being with, but just the couples in general. And this was this experience that I had this past week was absolutely no exception and I'm still really thinking about it. Not just the experience itself, but what the experience meant. Yeah. Right? I mean, I have been very fortunate that I've been the first uh, solo play for a number of couples, right? I mean, that anyone who listens to the show knows that's no secret. Right. And it's amazing. It is always, again, humbling and it's a privilege. Huge honor, yeah. Huge huge honor to be allowed that level of trust with anybody, okay? So I had the opportunity to finally meet a woman that I have been corresponding with. And I've been corresponding with she and her partner for, oh, the better part of four months. Right. So, and it's all been digital. And very benign. We have just been getting to know one another. She's a very cerebral lady, uh, sapiosexual to say the least. And I have enjoyed getting to know her uh, on a personal level long before, obviously, we were ever going to physically meet. Well, this couple decided that she was going to travel to Vegas for the first time ever, had never been here before. Yes. To visit with me. No other reason than she wanted to get out of town, have a good time, and she wanted to visit with me. I was absolutely not aware that I would have been the only other person that this amazing woman has played with 
other than her husband, well, ever. Pen- penetrative sex. Penetrative sex. She's had soft experiences. Yes. yes. But I'm the only person that she's had penetrative sex with other than her husband her entire life. Holy balls, man. I had no idea. Okay, I didn't know that portion of it. I did know that I was likely going to be the first full-on solo play partner that she had and that she would be playing solo for the first time alone with me. I I totally got that. I was not aware that, as you mentioned, I was the only other person to have had penetrative sex with her. That was not, honestly, I didn't know about it till after. And you and I had the amazing night out with, uh, with her. We had a couple of drinks. We took her out to kind of show her some of the cool spots in local Vegas. And she divulged that to me and you. And it it took me, it hit me. I was like, what? I, we I both said, just kind of looked at each other said, like, wait, wait, what? I said, wait, I, I missed it because her husband had texted me, obviously. We were texting back and forth. And he he did make a comment that I, I, I didn't put the two together. I didn't, I really didn't correlate the two. But when she said that to me or to us, it really took me a second. I had to ask her to repeat it. Yeah. I said, wait, uh, are, are you saying that it's only been myself and your husband? She said, absolutely. I thought, holy shit hopefully you lived up to the hype man yeah well that's my point right that's single guy tip of the week that's what i want to get to you know it's taken me a while to get there but here's the bottom line we talk about this a lot about how important it is for guys to really put their best foot forward and couples as well i mean we can talk about that at nauseum but when you're a single dude or you're a dude that's playing as a solo partner in the hot wife space you just don't ever really know the impact you may have on a couple or an individual. Right. Right? You just don't know. And in this case, I had no fucking idea. I did not know that I was going to be her only ever other intimate, full-on intimate partner. That's a huge responsibility. Right. You know? And so, if you had fucked that up, if you had somehow been oh, a jerk shit. or hadn't, you know, not that you ever would in a million years, but if another guy in your position had not been as much of a gentleman and it had not been as good of an experience, think about how quickly that can derail someone's lifestyle experience. Well, think for a second first about this. This is a couple who lives way far away from us. Okay. They're on the other side of the country, essentially. This gal got on a plane, flew to Vegas, never been to Vegas before in her life, stayed at a hotel on my recommendation because she asked. We had the opportunity to see each other face-to-face. We chatted for about an hour at the lobby bar in the hotel where she was staying. It got along really well. It was just like chatting online, only face-to-face. She asked me to come up to her room. We had an amazing time, which we will, of course, outline some of that once I have spoken to her and made sure that she's okay with us having that conversation. But it was an amazing time. And then, of course, you and I had the opportunity. She came to the event the next day that we hosted, the Hot Wife event, uh, uh, the Hot Wives of Las Vegas event at Playhouse. Had never been to a club before like that, which was amazing. And then we went out with her and had some drinks the following night, just, again, to take her out on the town and show her around a little bit. But to find out that I was that person, I mean, that's... It was just huge for me, and it really did kind of hit me. It was really shocking because I, I was odd that I was the person that they decided to do this with. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I think it makes perfect sense for so many reasons. Well, but again, for me, it's a big fucking deal. And I, you know, 
I am certain, I think, based on the correspondence I've had with him and with her, that it was a good experience for them. It certainly I, seems like yeah, it he seems sent like us, she had a fucking blast with you. And so. he sent us an amazing message, which, I mean, I may very well ask his permission to read it at some point on the show, because I think it's really impactful. And it says a lot about who they are as people, and certainly who he is. And I think it, it's a, really a statement to the partners of the Hot Wives in this space. I mean, it's really like, he, he really yeah, just- because you've gotten lucky that way too you could have been in a situation where these guys these husbands are fucking dicks to you sure, or you sure. know they're the maybe the wife wants to be with you but the husband's kind of uh, about it for whatever reason and there's right. weirdness there that's really never happened no you've really lucked out in that way no for sure and, and there's a lot that goes into that obviously. well actually that's not true do you remember the guy that you that tried to f- start a fight with you in the starbucks parking lot and Florida. Yeah, that didn't end well. That was a little bit of a different situation. Yeah, but. that was a terrible fucking idea. But yeah, absolutely. It was stupid. We, yeah, that was fucking horrible. He did not, <laughs> he did not have his head on right. <laughs> anyway, but in a situation like this, I am just floored by it. Right. And then, uh, you know, so for me, as you and I were talking about it and what this really meant from the single or the solo play partner's perspective, because obviously I'm not a single male, but I do play as a solo person. When you are engaging with a hot wife couple, for example, a couple that's been together for many, many years with adult children, and you're a mature adult couple, and you are getting into that space as a as a third party, really, you really have to be a hundred fucking percent. You can't fuck that up. Well, not only because it's the right thing to do, but I think more importantly, what your experience speaks to is you never know what that couple might have going on. No. They may have, this may be their first penetrative session with someone. It could also be a situation where the last time they had an interaction with a single or solo guy, it was a fucking train wreck. Absolutely. So they're gun shy now. They're scared of what's kind of coming down the road for them. They're unsure of where they want to head. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather be the guy that helps steer them back onto the right path versus the one that is the straw that breaks the camel's back and they leave the lifestyle because of something you've done. Those are things you really have to consider as a solo guy in this space. What impact are you having on that situation, even if you don't have all the details, even if you don't know exactly what's going on in that couple's world? This is a situation where I'm really quite glad, again, that I did not have all of the details. I know. You would have had so much pressure on Be- you. Well, yeah. I mean, look, I, the last thing you want to do is fuck up somebody's experience, especially in a situation like this. This isn't a deal where a couple went to a local club, met another couple or a guy, and things didn't exactly go perfectly. This this lady got on a plane, flew here for three days, stayed by herself, never been to Vegas before. In the i with the i with the intention of having an experience unlike any that she and her partner have ever had. Yeah, that's a big fucking deal. Oh my I, god, yeah, it is. I I really don't even know how to express my gratitude to them simply because they had that much trust in me and faith, faith. In, in in the the interaction that we were going to have that's a big fucking ask yep and so for single guys or guys that play solo if you're in my situation even if you're a fucking uh, if you even if you're a stud at this and you know what you're doing this is a situation that i cannot imagine arises very often and it might just surprise you when it does much like it did me and us all the more reason 
to really take this space seriously. When you're interacting with a couple, just know that there are all types of things that can be going on without your knowledge. And you are going to have a fucking huge impact on them. Not only that, but I think this is a perfect example of how it's not all about sex. No. If you're in this space only for the easy lay you're better off in the vanilla world. For sure. Because the reality is there's a lot of fucking moving parts and pieces to this. There's a lot of different dynamics. There's a lot of different emotions. There's a lot of different responsibilities. Yeah. This is not easy. So if you are trying to be in this space for the easy sex, you are in the wrong fucking world, my yeah. man. Well, look, there is no easy way to have gone through this process, especially had I known, had I had that information. That's not easy. You're essentially taking some Something from someone from a couple that is only going to happen one fucking time. Yep. Look, it's huge. It's huge. So if you're a single guy, again, or a guy that plays solo, even if you are fucking experienced and you've never had a train wreck experience in this space and you've never been a guy who's fucked up somebody's good time, whatever. You just never know what it is you're getting into when it comes to couples or a person's background and what it is that they need and want. You just might not be privy to all of that. And it's a big fucking deal. So being on your A game, to say the least, this is a perfect example of you do not want to phone this in. Right. You don't ever want to phone this in. It's a wake up call for me, too. I don't ever do that, but I am certainly going to be that much more, I guess, Mindful. Mindful, yes, but certainly intentional. Right. Everything I do will be with intent, even more so than it ever has been, because this, I don't, I cannot foresee this necessarily ever being a thing again for me. It's, I think, a once in a lifetime kind of situation. Oh, I highly doubt that. We have people that reach out all the time and say they want you to be their first in the lifestyle. Yeah, but when you, yes, but the only other person, male person to have penetrative sex with someone yeah i mean that's big a big deal fucking deal and most people in the lifestyle not only had one sexual partner before they get into yes. a relationship yes and yeah. again you talk about speaking to someone's relationship they are super evolved as a couple and i super appreciate them they know exactly who they are and what an amazing time just an amazing time and it really did wake me up like i said just having to be more definitive and intentional in this space for me Huge fucking wake up call. So guys, do not phone it in. You just never know what it is or how you don't know what kind of impact you're going to have on someone. Yep. hundred percent agree. So I want to give a Turkey Day update because for us Americans, it's Thanksgiving week. Yes. And it's all about sushi. We are going, well, it's not really though. We actually are going to a dinner party before we, we go to sushi. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we got invited by the Playhouse LV folks. To, yeah. Uh, we're going to have them. some dinner with, well, we're going to have probably a drink with them. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and then we're going to have sushi because that's what Americans do on Thanksgiving. They have sushi. They drink and have sushi. Yes, and then potentially... (laughs) they definitely drink. I'm telling you, Thanksgiving is basically just an excuse to eat and drink anyway. Well, of course So I certainly don't feel bad saying that. No, we're going to have sushi. And you never know, we might just end up at a gentleman's club. You are... Don't even fucking... You're you're lying. No, you were the one that wanted to do that. I have resisted it. I know, you're getting me all excited. I have resisted, but you're starting to wear me down and maybe we'll go on Thanksgiving. Okay, so I just want to make it clear that you're saying the more that I bitch and whine and moan and complain about something, the more I will get my way. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. If you would just give me my way in the beginning, we wouldn't have to go through all of that (laughs) stress. Yeah, anyone with children knows exactly what I'm going through. (laughs) So, yeah, anyway, my thought is... You know, we started this tradition back in Montana having sushi for fucking Thanksgiving. I've done it most of my life, but you and I started doing it years ago. 
And now it's like an anti-establishment thing. You know, we're not really establishment kind of people. Well, I'm not a turkey person either. We're also, yeah, but we're just not traditional in any sense of the word. So anytime that we can take something and spin it on its head or make people be like, why the fuck are you doing that? I live off of that shit. The more that I have people scratching their heads about my life choices, the better I feel like I'm doing. Every time someone's like, oh, what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? You should come. I'm like, no, 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 we're going for sushi. And they're like, what the fuck you mean you're going for sushi? Well, we had several people that invited us to their Thanksgiving dinners with their families because in their mind, it's like, oh my God, Brennan and Brian don't have family in Vegas. We need to make sure that we're including them. And I'm like, that's so fucking sweet. But I don't want to spend time with my family on Thanksgiving. Why would I want to spend time with your family on Thanksgiving? We are not hanging out with our respective families. No offense. We don't need to see yours. (laughs) We would much rather see some raw fish and potentially semi-clad gals some titties yeah we'll see what that looks like sushi rolls and titties yeah i might be inspired you never know i mean it could happen you know we could end up at the gentleman's club on thanksgiving i think it's probably gonna happen guys i spent a lot of thanksgiving (laughs) at gentlemen's clubs it would not be the first yeah but how many have you gotten to just sit and enjoy like a lap dance after a sushi meal never exactly the answer is never no. So I think t- this week needs to maybe be the week. Maybe. It'll be fun. Who knows? Look, we're just going to do dumb shit. I don't want to do anything that requires a... I mean, we have some work to do, obviously. We've also decided our workday is going to end at five going forward. We have to do that. Monday through Friday after five, we just got to fucking tone it down because that's all, really all we've been doing. We had this conversation the other day about, you know, we really need to get back to basics. We need to start having our date nights again on a much regular basis. You know, we haven't been around. Obviously, we haven't been home. We've been traveling. So that's been fucking difficult well it's, it's weird because it's like we're always right next to each other even when we're working but being well in that's a why work we take it mindset is very different yeah so i sometimes feel like i look over at you and i'm like oh we haven't even like really had a conversation in like a week no it, it, and <laughs> about that's the anything thing. that's not work related yeah sitting right next to each other doesn't mean you're having a fucking you know a date we're just working <laughs> right you know and, and and the fact that we are together all the time under those conditions kind of lends itself to not having as much time together as we need or want. You know, it gets lost in translation. Well, the romance gets lost really easily when you start talking about, like, logistics for a hotel takeover during your date or something. So we just need to try a lot harder to find that balance. Well, we didn't do that last night. No, we We had a great time. Yeah. So anyway, we have some spicy shit to talk about. Oh, my gosh, we do. I'm going to just say this. We had our event, our we had our Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas event this past week. And you were a little slutty pants. Let's just be honest. I don't know if I would categorize myself quite in that way. I could hear you at one point because you were in a private room closest to the front of the building where (laughs) I was kind of stationed with our security personnel. So I could hear, we could all hear you from that room. I'm just saying, (laughs) I know that there was some sluttiness that took place. That's all I'm saying. I could have been doing yoga. I make the same noise. You most certainly do. Do you often orgasm during yoga? I don't remember ever hearing that. <laughs> Sorry. When is the last time we did yoga together? Maybe I do. You don't know. I don't. It, it's not a thing. I, I know exactly what the orgasms sound like, whether they're oral or penetrative. Oh, really? Uh, you can tell the difference. Absolutely. If you're in the next room, even, you can tell that. Absolutely. Could I you can. tell that on Thursday? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes, absolutely, I can. If well, I can hear you, I can tell. Well, I'm really excited to see if you're correct then. (laughs) I'm sure I am. If your assumptions are correct. I'm pretty much dead on on this. I think I know. Well, I also got into some kinky shit on Thursday, so we're actually going to be doing a little twofer. You're going to hear about all of my fun on Thursday very shortly. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. 
This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. The holiday season is upon us, which means it's time to shop for those stocking stuffers. But nobody wants the lame ones, the socks and the toothbrushes. Instead, get they will really enjoy and you can benefit from too. For example, one of my favorite Promescent products is their warming gel for us vulva-owning people. You just put a little dab on before playtime and it just amps everything up. I use it often when I play with other people or when I'm having my solo time. And honestly, it's something I would absolutely love to see in my stocking this holiday season. You can also find things like top of the line lubes, condoms, and their flagship product, the Delay Spray, which helps you extend your sexy bedroom playtime. So again, a perfect gift for both of you this year. Find all of Promescent's amazing products by heading to their website today. It's promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com to stock up for all of your essentials. This episode of From Porch Swingers is brought to you by True Classic. The holidays are here and there is plenty of t-shirt cheer thanks to to our sponsor, True Classic. Ladies, if you don't know what to get the men in your life as a gift this year, try giving them the best fitting basic tee out there. Our friends at True Classic are on a mission to, to maximize men's confidence by elevating their style. Trust me when I say that this is a gift that will make your man look extra spicy and a gift for him is really a gift for you. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men look great in their tees and now you can save big while you do so. Get 25% off of True Classic with our exclusive link, trueclassic.com slash FPS. And the discount doesn't stop there. You'll save even more during their site-wide sale. Support our show and check them out today at trueclassic.com slash FPS. I love these shirts, mostly because if you wash them, they don't shrink. I felt like for a while there, I was constantly buying Brian new shirts because I was getting the cheap ones from Target and they were shrinking. True Classic is amazing. He's had the same ones for over a year now and they still look like they're brand new. They haven't gone down in size at all and they look amazing on him. So again, go to trueclassic.com slash FPS to take advantage of that discount today. Big events coming up, you guys. For example, we are coming to Houston for the Sweethearts Ball Valentine's Day weekend, February 10th and 11th. The rooms on property are sold out, but there are still event tickets left. You can find them at members.frontporchswingers.com if you want to join us for the Sweethearts Ball at the gorgeous Swan Mansion. And we also have the Real Hot Wives of Phoenix Complete Hotel Takeover happening April 13th through the 16th. If you're a hot wife couple, a cuckold couple, a single guy, Stag and Vixen, you are going to want to be there. We are going to have some amazing people and amazing things happening that weekend that you're going to want to be a part of. Yeah, this is a hot wife hotel takeover, unlike anything else you will have seen. I am so excited about this. Beautiful facility, phenomenal people. It's going to be a blast. Not to be missed if you are in the hot wife space. Again, find all of the information on all of our upcoming events, including these two at members.frontporchswingers.com. Oh my goodness, do I have stories to share today. Stories, multiple. Yes. Two very, very hot sessions. Let's unpack some of your sluttiness. Okay, so I want to start by talking about before the event because I think this will lend well some information to guys especially that are wanting to go to these Hot Wife events but want to do it in the right way. So at our last Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas event, I met a gentleman there. It was a very brief meet. To me, he seemed kind of shy. He wasn't like the life of the party type of guy. He wasn't super, you know, boisterous or anything like that. But we did have a chance to kind of talk a little bit. And he asked for my phone number and I provided it to him via a website 
later after the event. And I really liked that because I think that he understood that there probably wasn't going to be that immediate play that night. I'm just I'm past that point in my life. I really am. I can't just meet someone and fuck them right away. It right. just I mean, it happened in Portland. That's the last time it happened. But even that, I mean, I ended up with a fucking bloody nose. I wouldn't say it was the hottest experience of my life. No. When I think of truly hot sessions that I've had, almost all of them have been with people that I've met at least once before I have sex with them. So obviously that's the formula that works for me. Well, at minimum, it's getting to know someone like I just outlined this, this uh, experience I just had last week with a gal that I was digitally communicating with. There was months of digital communication leading up to this. So without that anticipation and without some knowledge of who you are and, you know, what you're into and likes and dislikes and all those things, it just makes it difficult to really have an amazing experience right out of the gate. Right. And I think this guy specifically, once we started corresponding digitally, I was like, oh, my God, this guy is smart. He's funny. He's charming. He's all things that I would never have guessed just from the, you know, two minutes of us talking at a party where he's kind of quiet because he's in an atmosphere that he's not familiar with. Yeah, and it's a little uncomfortable for him. So it's like, I feel like the first time I met him, I missed out on all of the best parts that would make me sexually attracted to him. So when we started talking, it was great. I mean, he was so funny. I would find myself just laughing out loud at his texts, which always fucking gets my pussy wet. When a guy can make me laugh, I mean, that's half the battle for me. Well, sure. Listen, it it certainly makes the, the experience and the time with someone that much more enjoyable. It's not as stuffy. It's not uptight. It's not so serious. You can you can have a, a laugh and, and it, it really does lighten the mood. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't really like serious people anyway. I think if you're too serious, then you're going to be serious in bed. And to me, sex should be fun and silly and off the wall. And I don't know. I just if you're like stern or stoic, I'm probably not going to be into it. Well, there's a time and a place for that, but not when, you know, someone's orally pleasuring you. Or not when you're trying to get to know someone for the purposes of sex. Right. You should be fun. Yeah. So I loved that this guy was. We had so much fun bantering back and forth. And once again, I never really do this. I've had many guys that have like reached out and said, hey, if I come to your event tonight, do you want to spend time with me or do you want to potentially play? And my answer is always no, because when I go into those environments, I want to interact organically and feed off the energy and just decide in the moment what makes sense for me. But this guy was so charming and so impressive to me leading up to this that I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it, which I was very surprised by. (laughs) Well, you told me about this particular gentleman before the event and I was really, I hadn't really remembered him from the the one prior because it was fast and furious. We had a bunch of friends there and kind of, I was interacting with a bunch of folks and then you kind of explained to me who he was and then I remembered meeting him and he was awful quiet and I thought, well, this, you know, might be interesting because that's not typically your thing, you know? You, you like that kind of outgoing gregariousness in people because it, it helps you to get to know them. So that was the plan that evening was for me to spend some time with him, get to know him a little bit in person and then if we're both clicking and vibing, then we go play with each other. Right. But the same event, if you guys remember last week's episode with Sir Angel... He and his girlfriend were coming to our event. Yeah, and I had completely forgotten about it until he walked in the door. Well, I we didn't know about it until like two days prior. Right. And he reached out and was like, hey, I'm going to be in Vegas for something else. Do you know of any lifestyle stuff going on? And I was like, fuck yes, I do. We're having an event and you guys should come. Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't 
fully know if they were going to come or not, but he confirmed morning of. And so immediately my mind gets wandering, right? I'm like, what are the fucking possibilities here? I am two weeks removed from an experience where this man literally made me black out from orgasms. Yes. If yes, you guys did. haven't listened to that episode, sorry for the spoiler. Go back because it's fucking hot. But yeah, I mean, so it was kind of an interesting position to be in because going into that event, I was like, okay, I have this desire to have Angel's hands on me in any way he so chooses. <laughs> Naturally. And I've also been talking to this other guy and I was like, I, I just wonder how this is going to work out. So day of the event or night of the event, they're both there. I'm kind of flirting with both of them a little bit, which was also kind of exciting for me. I felt slutty in like a hot way. Well, listen, we both knew exactly how this was going to go if, in fact, you hit it off with single gentleman number two. I knew that you would probably be playing with both of them in some capacity. <laughs> well, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, because that's yeah, that's the cool thing about it, right? Like you're you're wondering what are you going to do? I'll tell you what you're going to do. I know exactly what you're going to do. Are you saying you could have written how this night played out? Absolutely, I could have. In <laughs> fact, I'm pretty sure I said it to somebody at the event. I think it may have been our our security guy. We were I was we were talking about it. Uh, that obviously he knew that we knew Angel when he came in. And I said, yeah, this is going to just add to whatever it is that Brenna has on the agenda for this <laughs> evening. So, yeah, I mean, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Well, I also didn't know that he was going to bring like his whole bag of tricks with him. Yes, he did. But he fucking did. So anyway, I'm sitting there. I'm talking with him and his amazing partner who is so beautiful yeah, she's and lovely. so sweet and so smart. And I just kind of got lost in conversation with them. And at the same time, I was kind of pulling myself away to flirt with the other gentleman. And he and I really just vibed. I mean, it was good. We were bouncing things off of each other. We were laughing. He is very quiet in that environment, yeah. but it helped that I kind of knew that going in and I knew his sense of humor from our texting. So anyway, we're all just, I, I'm, I'm flirting with both. <laughs> yes, you were. And at one point, Angel comes up to me and he's like, I am going to set up some things in one of the rooms for anyone that's interested. And I was like, well, can I be one of the interested parties? And he was like, sure. <laughs> so we went into one of the rooms and it doesn't have a door on it, but it is a room. Right. So there is like a little couch in there and you can kind of peek your head in and watch. It's one of those rooms that feels semi-private. You have a little bit of privacy, but you're also well aware that people are 100% going to be watching what you're doing. Yeah. And there's a room just adjacent to it that's very much open and is really kind of the it's the it's the showpiece of the club it's where all the all the action takes place yeah if you're an exhibitionist you're going to be on that fucking bed yes for sure yeah this was a little bit more private than that i went to the restroom and i changed into a brand new piece of lingerie that i have super fucking hot it's this wine colored two-piece number it has a skirt that is like a high-waisted skirt and then it's just a bra but the bra is it's almost like a bralette so it's easy to pull your tits out right you don't have to take the whole thing out to expose your tits yeah it's super fucking sexy i felt so fucking hot in that piece of lingerie i felt like a confident fucking boss bitch let me tell you i mean it was like it completely transformed my demeanor putting that thing on well when you're feeling obviously better and more confident in yourself particularly your appearance it's it fucking changes everything i don't care what the situation especially one where you're likely to be naked Well, and as I'm coming out in the lingerie, everyone's like, oh, my God, I love that. I'm just like, yes, striding with fucking pride in my new outfit to this room. And I get in there and Angel immediately goes into like fucking Dom mode. He's like, lay on your back on the bed this way, like telling me exactly how to position myself. I'm instantly fucking turned on by that. So I lay down. 
And so we start with some electricity play. And I am once again this conductor, and he has a flogger, a very, very small flogger, but it's very stingy. Like the falls are very thin and he's using it and he starts kind of on my legs, on my thighs. And then he starts doing it on my fucking pussy. And usually with electricity play, I am so not into that, but he was doing it in the fucking perfect way. And I keep looking at him and he has this look of intent on his face. So you're on your back at this point. Yes. Okay. And I'm just staring at him as he's flogging my pussy. And it's like this little, like little shockwaves going through my pussy. That's the best way to describe this. Yeah. It's, it is a little bit stingy, but even more so than that, it feels like it's like penetrating into my skin. Right. Oh my God, it felt amazing. And there was one point where I was like, oh my God, I think I'm going to come from this. And he looks at me and gives me this fucking devilish smile. Like he knows exactly what he's doing to my body in that moment. Well, of course. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, this is so hot. So then there was a point where he kind of spreads my pussy lips just a little bit to expose my clit a little bit more and is flogging it even more intensely. And I fucking came from that. I know you told me that. I was like, well, that's insane because I've never even heard of anyone doing that necessarily well i got to watch him doing that to someone in denver and she came from it and my mind has been wandering ever since it happened like do i have that capability is my pussy open to something like that is that even going to be a thing well guess what it's a fucking thing because not only did i come but i came hard and then he knows after this that he can do it to me so he continues to flog my pussy and i'm like arching my back and he says in the most sexy tone I've ever heard in my entire fucking life he's like yes give it to me and I'm like oh my god it just sent me over the fucking edge I came so hard my back was arching up off of the bed I could feel my toes curling I mean it was intense and it wasn't just the sensation it's also the visual of this man doing it to me and the looks on his faces while he's doing it the whole thing was just so ridiculously intense to me I didn't even notice was he wearing his kilt no he was not oh that's that, that's unfortunate that's a missed opportunity well it would have been against against our dress code that's technically, true so. yeah that's i mean true. i probably would have let him slide but <laughs> yeah that's that's fair so and also i should say his partner is sitting off on the couch and watching this whole thing yeah so when the electro stim play is starting it's just her in the room and then things kind of get taken up a notch he then puts on the vampire gloves and he asked her, because he already has the gloves on, to come and, like, pull my tits out of my outfit, which I was also very turned on by. So she comes, like, exposes my tits. And this is when we start getting an audience. Like, there are people standing at the door. I can hear, like, chatter. I can hear people saying things like, oh, that's really hot. And usually I would be, again, so weirded out by that. I do not like playing in front of people. I didn't give a fuck. Well, just like uh, when we were in Denver, you were completely unaware of how many people were exactly around. Well, I mean, my mind is 100% focused on the sensation happening. I don't care who's in the room. Right. I almost don't even hear them. Like once in a while, if if sensation would stop, I would hear chatter. But other than that, I am solely focused on what this man is doing to my body. (laughs) Well, it's also interesting because I, I I don't know for certain what time this whole thing started, but our playroom's open at 10. You pretty quickly disappeared. So I have to imagine this was fairly early in the night and to have drawn a crowd because right at 10 o'clock when the room's open, I mean, they get filled up. People just start playing. So it must have been pretty early on, I would imagine. And then to have everybody paying attention to it as opposed (laughs) to being in their room like or doing whatever they were doing on their own. That's a big fucking deal. Sorry for distracting everyone, except not at all. So anyway, (laughs) 
<laughs> my tits are now exposed. He has the vampire gloves out. He starts rubbing them like up my legs, onto my sides a little bit. Then he's on my tits with them. And he very slowly starts just kind of like kneading my tits with the vampire gloves. You guys remember from last episode, these are leather gloves that have little pokies all over the palms of them. And, and on the fingers as well. So, oh my God, it felt so fucking good. He started playing with my nipples with the vampire gloves on. So it's like the pokies going into my nipples. I don't give a fuck. It felt so good. Yeah, I could tell you were definitely worked over the next morning. Oh my God. And I was telling him to squeeze harder and I'm like, yes, that feels so good. And then there was this moment. This has never happened to me before. This is a first for me. I don't have a lot of sensation in my nipples. So the idea of being able to orgasm from nipple or breast play has really just never been on the table for me. I didn't no. even think it was a possibility. No, you've not. I mean, you certainly haven't done it that up to this point. And when I would tell you, like I had a couple of play partners like Jade, who's super sensitive. Her nipples are absolutely the most sensitive part of her and she orgasms that way. You found it hard to believe. Yeah, because mine just don't have a lot of feeling in them. And I mean, it feels amazing like when people bite them or twist on them or I mean, sometimes if someone's going down on me, I will heighten the orgasm that I know is coming by like grabbing and pinching my own nipples. It right. feels amazing, but I didn't know that it was possible for me to orgasm just from that. And he's like working the nipples in between his two fingers with these pokey freaking gloves on. And again, I look up at him and he has just this sexy fucking look on his face. And I realize that my body is starting to like quicken, like my breath is quickening. And I'm thinking in my own head, I'm like, holy fuck, I am going to have an orgasm from this. He's not touching my pussy at all. Now, granted, I had just come off of two pretty intense orgasms. Yeah. So that could have had a lot to do with it. But there was this thought in my head of like, this isn't even fucking possible. How is this happening right now? There was no contact with your clitoris at all? No, during not during this first initial part of this. Interesting. So he's playing with my nipples and I'm like, I'm going to come. And he's like, good, give it to me. And I came so hard again back arching off the bed kind of hard and i can feel my pussy is soaking wet i'm like holy fuck the idea that you have now had multiple orgasms without penetration just basically with toys and electric stim and then with basically with nipple and breast play it really is an evolution Oh my God. I had no idea it was even possible. The whole thing was, I, this man does things to my body that I didn't even know I had the capability of. So anyway, he's then squeezing my tits and then he starts kind of lightly patting my pussy with the vampire gloves on. Right. And I was like, holy fuck, it was painful at first. And then I kind of just got a little bit numb to it. And I just allowed myself to focus on the pleasure of it. And I came from that. Well, that doesn't surprise me at all. And that was about the moment that I looked around the room and there were probably five guys either in the doorway or sitting on the couch along with his partner. And I was and everyone had the same look on their faces like, holy fuck, what is going on? Oh, I'm sure the majority of people in that space at that time had never seen anything like that. It was fucking crazy. And I mean, and of course, the smart guys, right? Another single guy tip of the week for you. The smart guys are watching intently. They right. are asking questions. I hear them at one point whispering to his partner, asking like, where did he learn to do that? And where did he get those? Yeah. I mean, when you see what a person can do when they really have that skill, if you're a smart guy, you realize maybe you need to learn some of it. Yeah, you need to get yourself a pair of vampire gloves and watch a fucking video. Yeah. That's what you need to do. Get a hold of Angel. He'll hook you up. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that was pretty fucking amazing. And I mean, the whole thing was just so intense. And then we kind of stopped the scene and I looked at him and I was like, wow, like you unlocked something else in me for a second time. I didn't even know that that was possible for me. Right. And I said, you know, the last time between passing out and you making me squirt multiple times in one session. I'm like, I, th- nobody's ever done that to me before. I've never squirted more than once during a play session. Well, also keeping in mind, you've never had penetrative sex with th- with him. This is simply... I've never even sucked his cock. Yeah, this is simply through the use of, well, through his knowledge, obviously, your willingness to participate, of course, and just, you know, his ability to do this with varying types of uh toys you know it, it's not something you've ever done before well i want him to fuck the shit out of me one day i'm just throwing that out there <laughs> yeah it hasn't but my point is <laughs> all of this happened. but that's almost better yeah, right yeah. because it's like he's doing all of these things to me creating all of these sensations without his cock even being involved yeah absolutely that's huge Oh, my God. So anyway, we stop. I'm telling him that I've only ever squirted once prior to our last scene together. And he's like, oh, well, then let me try. And he starts fingering me really rapidly. And at the same time, he's grabbing onto one of my tits. Then he starts choking me. And I squirted fucking everywhere. Well, that's what he did when we were in Denver. That's when he passed out. And he was trying to make me do it three times. And I totally fucked it up. I got so in my head. I was like, I'm going to fucking squirt all over this wall. Well, of course, you got people there now. You're aware of that. Yeah, it was it was interesting because when it's the BDSM stuff, I kind of get lost in it. But the second that it's like me squirting all over the place, I'm like, oh, my fucking God, like who's watching? What are they thinking right now? Yeah. So I just got in my own head. I kind of ruined that. But honestly, I liked, too, that that's where it ended because I did want to get myself cleaned up and I did want to spend time with this other guy. Yeah. When I saw you in between that, because I was actually sitting on the couch talking to my friend that came in from out of town. She came to the club, obviously, for the first time and and hung out with us. So I was sitting talking to her. And when you came out, it was obvious because I, I had seen you change only in that I saw you walk through the hallway in the lingerie. Right. At one point. So and then, of course, you came back out with your street clothes on. And so I knew you had had some interaction. I was not fully aware that it was Angel or or what the situation was. I was on the other side of the club. But you looked like you look like you had a multiple orgasms and squirted a couple of times. (laughs) Well, I did. You totally did. (laughs) So I left the room. And I went and cleaned myself up. I kind of, you know, toweled off a little bit. I just got myself all fresh and ready to go. I put back on my dress because I didn't want to just like come out my laundry and be like hanging out like that. I don't know. I'm just weird that way. So anyway, I find the guy and I realized also towards the very, very end of the session that he was one of the guys standing at the door watching everything. Well, that's what I was going to ask you if he had witnessed that. Yeah, he had watched the whole thing. So I go over and talk to him about it. And I was like, so I saw you, you know, saw part of the show in there. What did you think? And he was like, oh, my my God, that was so fucking hot. He's like, you looked amazing. You should have seen the looks on your face and just the way your body was contorting. He's like, it was such a turn on, which I also loved because I do think a lot of guys would have been kind of territorial in that moment. Intimidated. They would have been like, oh, you already went and had all, you know, orgasms with this other guy. And he's obviously doing things that I don't do or that I'm not capable of or whatever. And I think I just think a lot of guys would have gotten very weird in that situation. And instead, he used it as like fuel for his and my session. Yeah, that's a confidence piece. I mean, a lot of guys could easily have watched that and be like, "Okay, check, please. There's no fucking way I'm going to be able to compete with that. That says something about him. Yeah. So I was like, well, I I would really like to spend some naked time with you if you would like 
like to, which again, I was very kind of surprised by my confidence in that moment. I will also say I left my lingerie un under my clothes. Right. So I didn't take them off. Right. I had changed the bottoms to a different pair of bottoms because I had squirted in the other ones. And I just wanted to make sure that if I was going to play with the second person that I was like smelling fresh and clean and awesome and, you know, all of that. Right. That's very important to me. Well, coming out of that session had to be confidence boosting for you. So I'm not surprised that you're the one that kind of initiated this interaction. Yeah. I felt like a fucking badass. So <laughs> anyway, I'm like, I'm going to go find a room for us. And once I find one, I'll come and find you. And he's like, perfect. So we, I go and find a private room and it's the one that's like right up by the front, which is kind of feeds into the story you were telling earlier about yeah. being able to hear me because a lot of people heard me that night. <laughs> yes. There's a room right off of kind of the, it's on the main um, hallway at the club, just off of the front door area. And it's a great little room. It's really very cool. It has a sliding, locking pocket door and all that kind of stuff. But if you're anywhere near the front counter, I mean, you could absolutely fucking hear what's going on in that room. And I heard you. We all heard you. So I found the room. It was empty. I kind of put my stuff in there so people know that I'm going to use the room. I go and find him. And very confidently, I like give him this little come hither motion and I'm like come with me and he's like okay and he got this look on his face like he was all excited which turned me on and then we go to the room together and I immediately just start stripping things off once again that confidence just fucking through the roof that night yeah so sure. I take my dress off and we start making out with each other and I'm touching all over him and then I tell him he should take some clothes off and he says absolutely so he starts peeling clothes off and then I got down on the floor as he's naked and his cock is it's fucking phenomenal i mean it's big it's has this nice kind of curve to it which i love i love curved cocks yeah you were telling me about it i was like well it sounds like maybe it was broken at some point potentially i mean it's got a major curve to it. i don't think it was necessarily broken because usually you can tell where it's like a sharp curve if yeah. it was broken but it's just like a pretty substantial curve which i find to be a huge turn on because it means every position is going to feel different than it would with a completely straight cock yeah for sure so I was all excited and I'm sucking it, but I'm almost having to like suck it from the side, which was kind of fun. It was a challenge for me. I had to kind of curve with my mouth had to curve with the curve of his cock. Yeah. Kind and of the curvature of the earth. So anyway, I'm sucking on this amazing cock. I ask him if he likes his balls being played with. He says yes. So I kind of just start feeling up on his balls a little bit and just massaging them very lightly while I'm giving him this blowjob. And I would be lying if I didn't say that the first session 100% fueled me in this. Oh, I sure. was so fucking ready for a cock by that point that I it's like all I could think about. Well, yeah, because you, again, you had no penetrative sex during all of that time with Angel. So I, knowing you, I'm sure by that point you were fucking thirsty for it oh my god yes i was so i'm sucking it for quite a while and then he's like i really want to taste you and i'm like perfect so i get on the bed lay on my back he starts going down on me he is so fucking good with his mouth he is doing all sorts of swirls with the tongue and then he's suctioning on my clit and he's kind of rubbing his hands up and down my thighs he's kind of grabbing onto my ass from the back while he's just eating me devouring my pussy i come so hard and then he wants to continue to lick my pussy i'm like absolutely fucking not i need you to fuck me. yeah and just like, so right we're now. clear i knew absolutely that he was going down on you when you had that orgasm i could hear it absolutely <laughs> could fucking hear it so he puts on a condom i'm laying on my back he enters me and just like i fucking knew it would it felt phenomenal with that curve i don't even know what spot he was hitting the z spot the 
X spot. I don't fucking know, but it felt fucking amazing. All of the spots. Well, yeah, I mean, we have like seven spots down there. Yeah, Everyone so he, just thinks yeah. it's like just the G spot. Yeah, he managed to get them all. Yeah. <laughs> so he's fucking me like that on top. And I'm rubbing my hands up and down his body. He has an amazing body, too. He's very built, obviously takes great care of himself. And it was really funny because he's so kind of shy and quiet in person. And then in the bedroom, he's not at all. I mean, he's dirty talking with me. He's telling me how good my pussy feels. He's like, oh, my God, you're so wet. Do you feel that? I'm like, yes, it's so good. You're the one making me wet right now. I mean, it got fucking raunchy. And I was not expecting that. There is something to be said for the people who kind of internalize that that type of thing. The, no different from the gal that I was just with. Very cerebral, super intelligent, no sexting shit, no, none of that stuff. When we got together, that was a very different conversation. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's something to it. Well, and also I think some people just do better in those one-on-one scenarios where they can really just let themselves go go and feel things and really kind of be their true selves in that moment. That's one of the reasons I love sex in general, because it just allows you to strip away all the bullshit and get down to like who you really are at your core. Yeah, that's why I like that. You know, the idea of the regular play partner, solo, private, there's just so much more to be explored in those situations for me. Yeah, I understand that. So anyway, we're fucking. I'm coming. It is literally just then. And I will also say the lock was broken on this door. (laughs) Yeah, as we found out later. So we're mid fuck. I am getting ready to come again. And all of a sudden someone whips the door open. And I'm like, what the fuck, motherfucker? (laughs) Yeah, listen, if the door is closed, you don't open it. You knock. Yeah. You have to knock. Or just don't. Just yeah, fucking just leave, leave it the, the fuck door alone. closed. The door I mean, is closed for a reason. What a fucking cock block moment that was. It literally ruined my orgasm. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I don't even know who it was. Otherwise, I would have yelled at them afterwards. For sure. <laughs> party fell but we did not let that completely deter us the door closes again he goes back to fucking me i came so hard i literally and once again you have to keep in mind i'd already had so many orgasms with angel and in that session i am now starting to feel depleted like my legs are shaking i'm starting to feel kind of dehydrated almost like a little dizzy well yeah by this point i mean it's it has to be close to midnight Oh, yeah, it was late. And I had been playing for like two hours straight. Yeah. So (laughs) he's like, do you want to get on top? And I was like, can I just suck your cock for a few minutes? And he's like, absolutely. So he lays down, takes off the condom. I start sucking his cock. And it was it was fun because I don't often just get to focus on a solid blowjob. Right. A blowjob so often is like what leads to other things. That's the foreplay, which is fine. And I like that, too. But sometimes it's nice to just be able to like focus on my technique and pay attention to the way someone's moaning or what feels good to them. And so I just had this incredibly connected blowjob with him. I mean, he's staring into my eyes. I'm staring into his while I'm sucking his cock. And then I'm pulling my mouth off every once in a while to be like, does that feel good? Do you like that? And he's like, yeah, go a little bit softer, a little bit harder. He's like giving me direction feels totally comfortable doing that which turned me the fuck on i'm really starting to realize how much i just like being told what to do well it's also though when it comes to these sexual situations for people they really just need to find their voice guys and gals and everything in between you've got to be able to express yourself otherwise why you know why do you want to do it if it's not if you're not getting what you really want out of a session or need you need to tell your partner well i think there's a lot of people that a lot will feel good for them and they're willing to just go with the flow and that 
that's fine. But if you know exactly what you want from me and you have the confidence to look me directly in the eye and be like, go a little bit softer, go a little bit faster or whatever. That is such a fucking turn on because you know your own body and you're in touch with your own pleasure and you're confident enough to have the words escape through your lips. And that's fucking hot to me. Yeah. Given the opportunity, I will absolutely let you know exactly what works. I'm not going to force it on you, but if you ask, I will definitely tell you. And I like to be told. And that's exactly what he was doing. And then there was one point he real he started to realize how much I was really liking taking his direction. So he grabbed the back of my head and kind of started pushing it down on him. And I think if that had happened at the very beginning of the blowjob, I wouldn't have liked it. But I was so in the right mental headspace for that in that moment. Sure. I was like, fuck yeah, shove that head down on your cock. So I'm like deep throating his cock. I have slobber going all over the place. I'm basically crying. I mean, I can feel my mascara, literally can feel my mascara going down my face. Yeah, you. your face was melting when you came out of that room. I didn't give a flying fuck. It was so hot. And again, I'm hearing all of these like moans he's making and his breath is picking up and I can tell he's close to orgasm. And I'm, I kind of stopped for a second. I'm stroking him and I'm like, I want to taste you. And he's like, oh, you do? And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. So I start picking up the pace and he's pushing me down even more. I start kind of playing with his balls a little bit again and he is talking so dirty to me in this moment like you're such a good cocksucker oh that feels so fucking good yes use that mouth and I'm like oh my god I was so fucking turned on at one point I reached back started playing with my own clit while I'm sucking his cock and usually I'd be distracted by that but it the whole thing just worked it was just this like synchronous dance we were doing with my mouth and my hand and his cock and then he's like, I'm going to come. And I'm like, Go. I don't say this because my mouth is on his cock. But I'm thinking like, yes, I fucking love that moment. And he comes and he literally like fills up my mouth. I'm not surprised. Oh. The guy just watched you getting flogged and all kinds of shit and getting all worked up. That doesn't shock me at all. Oh, my God. He came so much. And I was so fucking turned on by it. And I, like, slurped it all down. And he gives me this look like he's fucking impressed with me. And that made me... Probably a little surprised, too. That made me even more turned on. I mean, and again, this is a guy I've been able to have STI conversations with and testing schedule with and all of these things. So I was able to just relax and, like, gladly accept his fucking cum. Well, that's just it, right? Doing all of the due, the sexual due diligence long before, it just makes things a lot fucking easier. Yeah, this this session was a perfect example of how a little bit of patience and a little bit of effort talking to me and allowing me to get to know him, both as a person as well as a sexual being, you know, like things like when was the last time you were tested? All of those things were out of the way. Right. So I could just focus on giving him a blowjob and then swallowing all of his fucking cum. Yeah, like I said, getting it out of the way ahead of time. Of course, they're not the easiest conversations to have. They are at sometimes awkward, but beats the alternative. And you certainly don't want to have to do it mid-session, you know, just weird. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily weird. I just think it's not necessarily the best time. No, timing is everything. It doesn't make it awkward for me to have those conversations in the moment. I've definitely done that. But no, it for was sure. nice to have it all out of the way so yeah. that I could just focus on this amazing curved cock coming down my fucking throat. And it was great. So anyway, we kind of wrap up. We start to get dressed and everything. I do feel like our session was limited 
in that I was exhausted from that first play session that I had with Angel. No doubt. I mean, my body was just tired. And so I don't feel like I was performing at optimal level. I think we still had a great time, but we've since talked and both decided we need a round two. Like we need an opportunity to really show our skills and just fucking put it all out on the table. And I'm really excited to do that, mostly because I got to see this man completely come out of his shell. I mean, he was so confident. He was so verbal. It was so erotic to me, just the way the way that he showed like a, a completely different side of himself than I had seen up to that point. Well, there's a lot of, I would think, a number of reasons for that. First of all, the, the event itself kind of lends itself to it. There was also the privacy aspect. He also got to see you in really a pretty fucking vulnerable state to begin with and probably just had to, he felt that much more comfortable with you given that you know he saw you that way. So I think it all lent itself to a great experience. We heard it. I told you, I could hear him and you from outside in the hallway and in the front. Well, one of the hottest parts of this to me is, again, this is our home base. We have events here once a month. A lot of the people that come are there every single month. Right. And it was so hot to me to come out of that room. I put my dress back on. We go back out. And multiple people were like, oh, my God, I heard you in there. I heard you moaning. There was one couple that came up to me and they were kind of talking to me while we were watching another scene going on. Yeah. And they're like, your sounds that you're making were so fucking hot. And I was totally turned on by that yeah i mean you were like it or not or knowing it knowingly or not you were putting on a show yeah is what you were doing yeah but i like when the show is behind a closed door other people can enjoy it and i can hear afterwards about how i impacted people in that way yeah but i just get a focus on that person in the moment what we're doing together that's fucking hot to me no the whole thing was very fucking hot being able to hear it i of course did not see or hear uh, any of your interaction with Angel. I just didn't have the time to go to do that. I was, you know, networking with people and chatting with people. But I could absolutely hear that session with your new friend. I'm sure he is going to want to see you again based on what I heard. Well, I want to see him again, too. It was great. So that was my two, my twofer. And it was a great night. I mean, literally, I woke up the next day fucking exhausted. My body hurt. I just felt dehydrated. I drank like three pints of water back to back to back. I still don't think it was enough, but totally worth it. Oh, I also had all of these beautiful little marks from the vampire gloves all over my tits. The next morning, yeah. Oh, for sure. Your ass and your tits were all marked up. It was obvious what, what had happened. Well, my ass really didn't get much action. It was, I mean, there was a little bit of squeezing with the vampire gloves, but yeah. my tits were the ones that got the the majority of the attention this time. And it looked beautiful. All these little like pin marks all over my tits. I fucking loved it. No, it was very hot. So anyway, that was my experience at the club. And I had a great time with two amazing men. Mine was obviously less exciting than yours. I got a chance to interact with a bunch of folks we hadn't seen in a little while. I did catch up with my new friend and kind of chat with her for a bit. Uh, inter introduced her to a number of people. Got to meet some new people, which was very cool. And then, of course, got to hear the tail end of your uh, session with this new gentleman. So it was, it was a great fucking night. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yay. Well, we're also going to be sharing more behind the scenes of this experience on this week's bonus episode of Front Porch Swingers. So if you've gotten to the end of this and you're like, I want more, you can find it. At patreon.com slash front porch swingers. We offer a ton of other bonuses there as well, including things like our secret telegram chat group and our Snapchat access. So again, patreon.com slash front porch swingers for all of those bonuses as a thank you for sponsoring the show and supporting us. If you want the naughtier shit, make sure you head on over to our OnlyFans. I have some very big things coming up you don't even know about. I haven't even talked to you about no. all of the 
naughty shit that is going to be going down on my OnlyFans very, very soon. So make sure you're subscribed over there so you don't miss it. OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. If you want to see Brian and all of his naked glory with his hat bad, OnlyFans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy is his. And also make sure you check out all of our upcoming events, including that takeover, the Real Hot Wives of Phoenix takeover happening April 13th through the 16th. You can find that information at members.frontporchswingers.com. Make sure to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers, Instagram at FPS Pod Media, TikTok at Front Porch Swingers 1, and YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. Am I missing anything? Yep, the ENM Summit. Look out for it, folks. Can't talk too much about it right now. It will be in conjunction with some amazing fucking partners. The Ethically Non-Monogamous Summit coming your way. Oh, exciting shit. And I think that's what we have. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.